Hey everyone, welcome to the CUE at UMD podcast. I'm Cameron Stone and I will be your host for this episode. I'm filling in for Eli. I will be interviewing Maddie Brendigan and Allison Hilgeman about their experience at the recent UMD Startup Cup where they won Most Innovative Idea. I'll also be asking them to share a little bit about their experience within the cultural entrepreneurship major so you guys that are listening can get a better understanding of what the Q major is all about. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Hey, Allison and Maddie, I am super excited to talk to you today about your experience at the Startup Cup at UMD and your experience within the cultural entrepreneurship major here at UMD. So if you guys want to start by maybe sharing one kind of crazy or interesting fact about yourself, that would be really great. Yes. Hello. Um, I would say a crazy fact about me kind of cool and crazy is this year I um, built a guitar from scratch because I was bored and had nothing else to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty crazy. I don't really have anything interesting, but I would say my favorite animals are guinea pigs and I can speak a Guatemalan dialect. Well, that's pretty cool. I I feel like there's not too many people around here that that kind of are able to speak that Guatemalan dialect. Oh, yeah. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Um, Well, if you guys maybe want to share a little bit about your background, such as your like education here at UMD, um, kind of a basic overview of kind of like what you're studying and kind of where your entrepreneurial interests began. Um, Yeah. So I am currently a junior at at UMD um, studying cultural entrepreneurship and Spanish. And I actually found out about the the Q program because uh, my roommate, my current roommate, she's like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And she's like, Maddie, she's like, I heard of this about this cool program today. You should check it out. So I checked it out. And then I think like a week later, I met with uh, Aparna Katri, who is the director of the program, um, and decided that it was a pretty neat opportunity. So that's pretty much where my interest in the Q program started. Very cool. What about you, Allison? So I'm like four and a half years in. I started, so I'm graduating this summer. I started as a psych major, but then I realized that's not really what I wanted to do. I wanted to work with people, but not kind of like in the psychological manner. I wanted to more like be involved in the community, but understand business and culture and be able to like incorporate all of that. So I actually jumped from psychology to urban studies, then to cultural anthropology. And then through cultural anthropology, I found cultural entrepreneurship. And I fell in love and it just kind of like opened up this huge door of like passion. And I felt like, wow, like I really connected with something. And then I got to know Dr. Katri and it was like my favorite thing. Yeah, that's pretty interesting how you kind of had this path that you like bounce from one thing to another, but yeah. it almost was always guiding you towards this uh, cultural mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. That's uh, that's pretty interesting that you kind of like landed here in this spot and fell in love with it. So um, I guess... If one of you want to share about like what cultural entrepreneurship really is, because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now that don't really uh, have a full understanding of like what cultural entrepreneurship is um, and how it's different from traditional entrepreneurship. I mean, for me personally, cultural entrepreneurship is kind of embodying almost every area of study in one major. So it's kind of studying business, um, the ability to market to learn how to, but it like incorporates the culture and the importance of understanding people, learning other languages, because it's like embodying that, I don't know, for the world to to function because we're innovating all the time and evolving, we have to understand everybody. So cultural entrepreneurship kind of embodies that idea that 
Um, we work with business organizations, um, strategic management, but also like understanding ethics, morals, values, and understanding cultures and languages. Very cool. Yeah. And just to expand on it a little bit, it's like really taking, looking at the creative economies and how they function and uh, kind of expand, just like learning the behind the scenes of how they function. Um, so things like art, literature, music, and then cultural activities like sports, um, I guess music is a culture activity, food, uh, and how that impacts the local economies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and from my experience in the like the one cultural entrepreneurship class that I'm taking, uh, one thing that I've noticed kind of from an outside perspective is that it really puts an like it kind of strays away from the transactional feeling of a, like a regular traditional entrepreneurial business and really focuses more along like having like a purpose and a mission and uh, trying to achieve something to better um, a certain area or group of people or something like that. Definitely. And a lot of this major too is doing group projects and community work. Um, Cause I know Cameron, we're in the same class right now and it's like, it, it's purely based on community work and interviewing the community and figuring out how they will interact with a certain situation. Um, and then uh, other classes me and Allison have taken have been like, you know, why is the loose creative economy so good? What has it been impacted by? Um, and then of course, working in group projects on pretty much every Q class, um, and getting paired up with mentors around Duluth and really connecting with the community, which I think was a big thing for me in my education. Um, is it's not just, I'm not just reading a textbook. It's like, I don't think you hardly ever read unless you're researching something in, in the Q major. It's more of, uh, exploring with the community and doing group work and working with people and creating that bond. Yeah, very cool. And I, I would second that from my experience as well. Um, and we kind of like bouncing off of that, we can maybe talk a little bit about how the Q major is different from like a traditional major you would think of when you're going to college. Um, and like, what are kind of the, the minute differences that it has and kind of your educational experience? Um, I would say it's very proactive, kind of like what Maddie just said, we're always getting involved, whether it's with other community organizations or with each other as students and classmates and creating pro um, projects. I would say it's different to kind of like what you touched on earlier that culture entrepreneurship specifically emphasizes meaning and kind of world connectedness. And like you said, we focus more on seeing people and businesses as like from an emotional perspective and wanting everyone to feel important and valued rather than like other majors that might just kind of focus on, you know, a task, the numbers, um, revenue generation, at least that's how I see culture entrepreneurship versus other majors. I think something that I love is it gives you real world skills because Dr. Katri, for example, in all of her courses, she always has us practicing like, like what we would have to do in the real world. Yeah, I mean, Allison, are just working on a project right now. It's like calculating the financial sales of our business, like projections in the next three years. And we're like, how do we do this? You know, we have no idea because we don't, it's all in the hypothetical. But after doing it, you kind of realize like, this is the reason we're doing it to actually understand, you know, how something like this works. Um, but it can be very, it's a lot of work and it can be very difficult sometimes. But in the end, I think what I'm starting to realize is you're really learning a lot. I mean, without the, without the culture entrepreneurship course that we're in right now, 
me and Allison wouldn't even be where we are today. So it's just great that way. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, and I guess from an outside perspective, again, one thing I've noticed is just like the kind of the major itself is really seems kind of small and like a tight knit group of people. And it's like you get to really know the people that you're going to class with and kind of build relationships with them, which is another cool aspect because I know there's a lot of other majors that are much larger and you don't really get to know people uh, quite as well um, in those smaller groups, I guess. Um, so regarding the Q major and your experience with, I guess, coming up with your idea for the startup cup, um, how has the Q major given you kind of a framework to follow and helped you come up with your idea, um, and given you the ability to think about problems and solutions differently? Yeah. Uh, so the idea was actually generated, uh, through a global entrepreneurship course that I took when I studied abroad in Chile. Um, so it's kind of apart from our, uh, foundational Q courses. It was, it was a little bit different. Um, but it being in, in a place abroad and Allison had this experience too. I know it's like, you really understand how important culture is and how you want to explore, you know, local spots and you want to explore the local culture and learn the local language and learn the local slang terms. Um, and I think being immersed in that environment is how the idea really formed. But then now coming into the second semester, well, it's like a two-part semester course, technically. Um, so now coming into the second part of the semester, uh, sorry, the second semester course, um, we have really learned about how to actually frame your idea, how to take it to the next level, how to create a growth plan, how to do the financials. Um, how to pitch it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it just gives you a lot of, of background on how to really create and develop a business um, through the lens of people and not numbers. Allison, did you have anything that you wanted to add regarding that? Um, I agree with everything Maddie just said. Because um, what she said when she was in Chile, I was in Australia and I studied in Mexico for a little bit. Um, like for Witness for Peace, where we studied the politi political, economic, and sustainability effects of U.S. policy. Um, and I think going through the Q major really allowed me to see things through a lens when I would go abroad and I would look, or like what kind of what Maddie was saying, we look at businesses or we look at situations and we see that people aren't happy. And it's kind of like, what can we do to make this better for everybody? And then in regards to Q and how it has played into like Maddie and I and our project, I honestly probably would have never met Maddie. Definitely. Um, and it's, it's fun because as Allison said, you know, we're all there to support each other. I think our class has what, eight, eight people in it, nine people in it, something like that. Um, so we really have gotten a very like intimate relationship with our classmates and we know that they're there to support us and we're there to support them and their creative business ventures. And um, they also know a lot about our, our product as well as we are able to know a lot about their product that they're developing because of our such a, a small class. Um, and one thing that I wanted to touch on, one thing that you said, how you have uh, the Q major helps you have a lens to look at things through um, like the, le the lens of like people and not numbers. And for my experience in my one class, uh, that was a big challenge for me because 
I'm a marketing analytics major. So my job is to be like strictly look at the numbers and understand people in that sense. So it's really cool for me to have the opportunity to kind of see things from that other lens to give me kind of a full, like rounded view of how to approach these things and that there's not necessarily one way that's going to give you the entire uh, lens of a group of people or a singular person. So one other thing I wanted to, to chat about was kind of how the Q major has like helped you personally um, grow as like an innovator, a professional, and as just a person in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm, good question. No. So I think that the Q program for me, at least like the first thing that pops to my mind when you ask that question is the confidence that it's created um, as well as like the, the fire that it's ignited. I've always been passionate about, about culture. Um, and I just didn't know in what way I could actually make, like, how do you make culture a career or how do you make culture a job? And I think that the Q program has really opened my eyes to see, Hey, there's so much in the creative industries that you can work with that you can do. And also just like, if you want to create a business, go for it. Uh, don't hold back, build your networks, build your connections. And through the class that we've taken, we've built a lot of different connections, uh, and they have, I mean, pretty much like the, our two main mentors that we've talked to have both been like, go for it. Like this idea is good. You're in a solid place. Um, you have a lot of support. So I think building that confidence through the mentors and through Parna and through taking the courses and learning just a little bit more has been really important and really key for the future of my life. Yeah. Mine's kind of just short. It's kind of like, um, when I first started the course <laughs> this semester, I told Maddie, I was like, I'm never running a business. Like, I'm I'm not. This is not for me. We had, like, this simulation activity where we had to run our own business. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was just horrible. I'm pretty sure I placed, like, last for success. So I was like, I can't. Like, I just can't do it. And now, like, look at Maddie and I. Like, we have a girls' plan. Like, we want to start our own business. So I guess that shows like how the course has like helped me grow as a person, but I never thought I would. I was like, nope. Yeah, we were actually just talking about it yesterday. Me and Allison were about how like in the beginning she was like never, and now she now we're like, so what's our next steps in starting our business? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. Um, and one thing I I kind of noticed from talking to you too, it seems like you two kind of have qualities that pair well with each other and I think part of that not running to like initially not wanting to like run a business kind of displays kind of some of those underlying traits that would be um I'm trying to see like uh, sim that would work well with somebody else with a different set of abilities I cannot think of the word for the life of me that I was thinking oh like complimentary <laughs> yes there it is <laughs> yeah. no definitely Maddie and I I think me and her like she looks we've always been told we look kind of serious when we're on like face calls and stuff but I think Maddie's kind of like the the funness and like the the like good talking with people and stuff and I'm definitely more of the kind of like like I don't know but she we work really well together she definitely like has qualities that I think we've talked about this kind of that balance each other yeah yeah that's definitely something that you you uh strive to have in some sort of business partnership um, so I'm really interested to hear a kind of about the story regarding the pitch competition that you guys won most innovative idea in. So what was your experience like with that? And if you want to share a little bit about the process and what that looked like, that would be cool too. 
Yeah. So um, it was kind of a weird, it was a weird start to it. So we had Aparna, our professor had mentioned this program and, and I had messaged Alice and I was like, do we want to do this? We weren't, we weren't like so gung ho on, on our idea yet. So we're like, it's a lot of work. Do we want to do it? And eventually we're like, you know what, let's just do it. What's the worst that can happen? So we had to submit an application form. And I remember it was like, it was due on a, I don't even know, Wednesday or whatever. And we were in class and I, it, for some reason, just remembered that it was due. And I was texting Elsa. I was like, did we ever fill out the application <laughs> for this competition? And she's like, she's like, honestly, I'm doing it right now. Um, so <laughs> it was kind of a, luckily we had a lot of background from class that we were able to, uh, kind of compile in our interview or in the application. So then we got selected for an interview, um, and interviewed with three or four people, um, that were kind of the, on the board, I guess you could say for this startup cup. Um, and then, yeah, Allison, you can take it. Um, yeah, so we were basically told we got accepted for the competition out of like the five teams. We were one of them that went to the final as the finalists, I guess. And we were told we were going to get assigned a mentor. So then in a few weeks, we got an email saying like, oh, she, this woman is going to be your mentor. And yeah, like, that's it. And then we we emailed her. And it was um, this woman named Janelle. She's amazing. She's she's an amazing woman. And we started to meet with her and I could tell like when we first met with her, she was kind of like, oh my gosh, these girls, I don't know. She, they don't really know anything, do they? And we were like, no. So then we met with her like consecutively every week. And um, I don't know, it was interesting. And then by the end, when we got the dates of the competition, Maddie and I, we put in a lot of work for the competition, a ton. Like it was like meeting, meeting, meeting. And then Dr. Kadri, like she's our professors and Maddie, she's in three courses and I'm in two. So it was like Dr. Kadri every single day, our mentors like every day. And it was like so many video calls. I told Maddie, like I've never had so many meetings in my life, but it was so worth it. Me and her, like, I think we fell in love with working on it. We definitely like it kind of dominated our life for a while. We were very um, focused on like, what are we going to do? Oh my gosh, what's our pitch going to be like? What are our, our numbers? Like, and we were just learning though. That was like the most beautiful part is we were learning the entire way. And then our mentor at the end, like when we were running our pitch um, by her that before the competition, she said, I wish I had a recording of you two when I first met you and now. And we were like, oh my gosh, that would have been so, so cringy. But, um, and then the competition itself, it was very interesting. Um, I'll let Maddie talk a little bit about that, but it was a, it was fun. It was just very interesting. Yeah. Um, so I think with, with the competition, it was very, it's a very hard competition to facilitate over zoom. And I think that was a big one, a big problem. Um, not problem, just a big, uh, impacted a lot of our experience, I should say. Um, but yeah, we, we, we went on the, the Zoom call. I think there was like 150 participants. It, there was a lot of like audience, not participants, audience members. <laughs> Sorry. There's, there's like, <laughs> You're going to be there for like 12 hours. No, no, no. Hours. There's only five participants. <laughs> and I think there was like 150 audience members or something like that. Um, and we happened to be the first ones pitching. Uh, so we had no idea what to expect. 
uh, we just knew we had five minutes and we had five minutes to do answer judges questions. Um, so, you know, we pitched our idea. We had a little bit of tef- technical difficulties in the start, um, but towards the end, it, it got it really got smoothed out. And it was really fun to be able to pitch something that we were so passionate about to judges that were like listening to us and, and ready basically to judge us and ask us all the questions and challenge us to think outside the box. Um, and one thing that we had to be really careful of, like, I think I texted Allison right before, before I was like, we need to smile and talk slow. <laughs> Cause we're, as she said before, we're very, we seem very serious over when we're like in class or something. Um, so I texted her right before I was like, serious, talk slow, don't talk fast. Um, and I, I'm not sure how well we did on those things, but <laughs> that's what we tried to do at least. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I feel like those are two, two things that you forget when you get up on stage and start doing something. It's like immediately just gone. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so then we had the judges questions, which we were, we were so prepared for <laughs> not to toot our own horns or anything, but we did pretty good on them. Um, which is in part because of our mentor, Janelle. Amazing, amazing person. Um, we actually have, I just looked over at my phone or like before the meeting and I was like, oh, we have a message from her, a text message from her waiting for us. So, um, but yeah, so the judges asked us questions and then for five minutes and then we, the next people presented and I, there was five more presentations and the judge asked them questions. Um, and it was really fun to watch everybody's different presentations and uh there was one guy in particular the guy that actually won the grand prize his presentation was very different it was more of a, a dialogue than than like slides um and just kind of fun he had a costume on and he had like some props and stuff so that was kind of cool um but then they announced the 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 prizes afterwards which <laughs> it was hard for me because my internet went out so, um, like somebody texting me, congrats. I think my mom texted me, congrats. And I was like, I don't know what I'm being congratulated on. <laughs> so, um, that kind of sucked, but that was just because of, of technical difficulties. That was nothing to do with the, the startup cup at all. But, um, and then it ended and here's, here's where I think that it would have been much better in person. Cause it's like, you know, the call ended and then. I think that was it. And then I was like dead silent in my room. And I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> I'm used to, you know, if you, if you compete in a competition, normally there, you know, there's some excitement afterwards. Maybe you go out for dinner. Maybe you just, you know, hang out with, talk with other participants. And it was just like done. <laughs> so that had to feel weird. Just a immediate, like, just you're, you're up here with like, you can feel the excitement kind of over zoom, whatever excitement you can feel over zoom. Um, and then all of a sudden you just like, it's just like immediately just drops off done like i could imagine that would be kind of like a awkward feeling <laughs> definitely but overall it was really fun to be able to build our pitch and definitely like the best thing uh, obviously it was amazing amazing winning the most innovative but the best experience that we got is connecting with our mentor janelle um and learning the learning process that we took and i really think uh, basically provided us a foundation for how to start this business so it was a good, it was a pretty good experience. Yeah. And one thing that I wanted to kind of swing back around to, I think Allison was talking about how like busy you guys were. 
um, and like how often you would meet up to work on this. So I was just curious if you guys think that if you weren't doing the pitch competition, like where you think you would be in the process or if you would even be working towards kind of this place that you're at now. It's hard because our mentor, because we were assigned a mentor in our cultural entrepreneurship class as well. And he definitely was a catalyst in us really thinking our idea, our idea was tangible. Um, Because I I kind of think Maddie and I, we first thought, because I joined her, I joined her project. This was originally her idea. And um, I think she, we thought it was like, oh, going to be like a really cool class project. And then we met with our, our mentor from our course and he was like, you guys should really do this. And we were like, what? And then we were really talking about it. But I feel like if we weren't in the competition, we would still be probably working towards it just because of our other mentor and him being a catalyst and us really having confidence in our idea, but maybe like slower. Like we wouldn't know as much as we do now or have had the experiences. Like everything we did in our class, we're kind of ahead on because we did it for the competition. And I think that if we didn't do the competition, we wouldn't have like done all these things. Yeah, there's something about a deadline that kind of lights a fire under you. Yeah, definitely. And uh, our mentor, Lars, for class, he's great. And then, I mean, without Janelle, too, without both of them, like, really pushing us and being like, no, this is good. You can do this. Um, And just also how much we learned from Janelle and the people that she connected with us, even. Like, she connected us with a marketing person to talk to. um, And we ended up talking to uh, a different student from, I think he goes to UWS, um, who is extremely smart in the business field. Um, And just getting different opinions and different advice from everybody really helped us format or formulate our idea and make it more uh, tangible, more realistic, more grounded. Uh, So yeah, I agree with Allison. I think that had we not done the competition, we'd probably still be working on it, um, but maybe with n- not quite as much passion and it would probably be a little bit more like, ah, oh, what do we do now? And I tell you, sometimes, I mean, all you need is like just a little bit of like extra guidance and a little bit of an extra push and it does a huge, uh, makes a huge impact. Yeah, definitely. Um, so now if you guys want to, you can share, uh, share a little bit about like your idea. I understand if you don't want to share very much Yeah, so um, our idea is basically an idea that's made to connect tourists with the local culture. Um, As we were mentioning earlier, you know, culture is so important and it's in everything that we do. It's in the places that we walk, the food that we go eat, um, the language that we speak. Uh, And based on that idea and both of our our common passion for, uh, for culture, and the importance of culture is kind of where our idea is based off of. Um, yeah. Allison, do you have anything to add to that? I think because the idea is kind of um, when you go somewhere, it's really easy to just kind of go to the same place that is like posted on social media and people don't really get the feel for like the raw like city or the raw culture that is in the area that they're going to. And I don't know, we kind of want to create an experience. It's like hard to like describe it without describing it like yeah on full. Yeah. Yeah. We're hoping soon uh we'll be able to kind of release release the idea. Um but in the meantime what we're doing is is in the next 3 months we're really trying to build our relationships with local businesses. Um and really soon we're going to be launching a website and uh, our social media accounts. 
Um, and they're basically going to be focused around why culture is important and why you should incorporate culture in your travel, um, as well as just some like fun travel things that we've done or that maybe other people have done. We haven't quite nailed down exactly what we're going to do. Um, but kind of creating almost like a blog and, and trying to build our follower base uh, to start with before we release our, our real ideas. So, Gotcha. Sounds very cool. Um, so if there's somebody out there listening and they like want to follow your journey and they're eager to like learn more um, later on down the road, what is something that they could search for to maybe find you guys on a social media app or on Google or something like that? Do you have an idea of like a name or something that they could look up? If not, that's totally fine. You could probably try to start with Travel Bug. Uh, we haven't completely nailed down that name yet, but that's kind of the route we're thinking. We just have to make sure some some legal things are okay with that before we start using it. Um, gotcha. Otherwise, you could just search, you know, Madison Brennigan. Um, and I don't know if Allison will have it on her social media accounts, but I'll definitely be posting it on my social media accounts. So that would be another way to kind of great and uh before we wrap up um before i ask you like the last question where if somebody's listening and they want to kind of get involved in the cultural entrepreneurship major or learn more about it who should they contact or where is a place they could go to learn some more about it they should contact dr mcperna katri she would love it she would love people to reach out to her for the major it's a deaf this major, I think, is super important. I think it's something that really needs like um, a lot more acknowledgement because it's really beautiful. And I think this really this major really helps people grow as people. And kind of like what we're about the app a little bit. Sorry to like backtrack a little. Um, kind of it's like people I think feel like culture or just having differences is uncomfortable. And like, and I think a lot of it stems from fear, like. Ex- like for traveling for things other than just going to resorts and like really getting a feel for the local community. I think some people feel uncomfortable because it's different, but I think something that cultural entrepreneurship does is it shows people that differences don't have to be uncomfortable. It allows us to learn from each other and then share those differences as seeing like what's actually similar in our differences. If that makes sense. I don't know. It makes perfect sense. Okay. No, that was actually perfect. I was going to ask for a main takeaway after that. And you just gave yours, uh, I think. So Maddie, if you have anything you want to say before (laughs) we end the call, uh, feel free. Yeah. um, I guess just one other thing about the culture entrepreneurship program. Yeah. Um, UMD is the only school in the U.S. that has the program. So um, they work with, I know they have a partner with Passau uh, in Germany who also has the program, but so if you're, if you're looking, if, even if you just look up culture entrepreneurship, UMD will be the first thing that pops up because it's the only thing in, in the U.S. that has it, but um, so yeah, that's kind of about that, but as far as the main takeaway, I really have to agree with Allison in finding similarities in our differences and and um, how just kind of trying to, to normalize differences too I guess you know it's okay to be different and it's okay to acknowledge other people's difference and accept other people's differences um and a lot of that comes from education and uh like experiencing education and experiencing culture uh from the lens of multiple different people and I think that that's really the main goal behind travel bug or 
be that what whatever name we end up with um, is trying to to bridge the gap between uh, different cultures, specifically between people traveling to a place and the local culture there. I love it. Yeah, that was a really good main takeaway, both of you. Um, so this was great. I, uh, I appreciate you guys taking the time to kind of share your experience and share a little bit about cultural entrepreneurship. Um, I, I wish you guys the best.